please stand and join in our entrance hymn, Do Not Be Afraid. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Lord be with you. A warm welcome to morning celebration of Mass here at St Bride's. This is the funeral Mass for the repose of the soul of Tom Howden. We welcome uh, members of his family who are here with us uh, today, uh, Jim and Margaret, uh, and me and Sammy, uh, his nieces, uh, Samantha and Danielle partners, uh, uh, Matthew and Sean, uh, and all the family members that are here with us, and of course family friends too. Welcome especially Tom's friends who are here with us uh, at the Mass today. As mentioned uh, yesterday evening, uh, the illness that Tom had in those last days was grave, and it was an illness that he was not able to recover from. Uh, despite the best efforts of the doctors and the nurses, they were just not able to save his life. We've gathered here in the church then to remember uh, Tom and to thank God for his life. He will be very much missed now and in time to come too. Come to God who always heals the brokenhearted and who binds up all our wounds. To prepare ourselves to celebrate these sacred mysteries, we first call to mind our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, I have sin in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask, Blessed Mary of the Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. 
And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. O God, Almighty Father, our faith professes that your Son died and rose again. Mercifully grant that through this mystery, your servant, who has fallen asleep in Christ, may rejoice to rise again through him, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. A reading from the Book of Wisdom. The souls of the virtuous are in the hands of God, though torment shall ever touch them. In the eyes of the unwise, they did appear to die. Their going looked like a disaster. They're leaving us like annihilation. But they are in peace. If they experienced punishment as men see it, their hope was rich with immortality. Slight was their affliction, great will their blessings be. God has put them to the test and proved them worthy to be with him. He has tested them like gold in a furnace and accepted them as a holocaust. When the time comes for his visitation, they will shine out. As sparks run through the stubble, so will they. They shall judge nations, rule over peoples, and the Lord will be their king forever. They who trust in him will understand the truth. Those who are faithful will live with him in love. For grace and mercy await those he has chosen. The word of God.
A reading from the second letter of St Paul to the Corinthians. We know that when the tent that we live in on earth is folded up, there is a house built by God for us, an everlasting home not made by human hands in the heavens. We are always full of confidence then when we remember that to live in the body means to be exiled from the Lord, going as we do by faith and not by sight. We are full of confidence, I say, and actually want to be exiled from the body and make our home with the Lord. Whether we are living in the body or exiled from it, we are intent on pleasing him. For all the truth about us will be brought out in the law court of Christ, and each of us will get what he deserves with the things he did in the body, good or bad. The word of the Lord. be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. And Jesus exclaimed, I bless you, Father, Lord of heaven and of earth, for hiding these things from the learned and the clever, and revealing them to mere children. Yes, Father, for that is what it pleased you to do. Everything has been entrusted to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father just as no one knows the Father except the Son and those to whom the Son chooses to reveal them. Come to me, all you who labour and are overburdened, and I will give you rest. Shoulder my yoke and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Yes, my yoke is easy and my burden light. The Gospel of the Lord. As mentioned yesterday evening, uh, the last days of Tom's life, brief as they were, were good days. Once the doctors and the nurses had stabilised his condition, he came round and was able to engage with everyone and look brighter. And there was a bit of hope, whereas there had been little hope before. Everyone who visited him at that time found him much improved. But sadly, it was not to last long. He was unable to sustain his breathing when the oxygen was removed. The signs then were that he would would not recover. And indeed, his life was measured in days and even in hours. He died very peacefully. The news of his death has brought uh, great sadness to the family and to friends. That thought that life is short, in the end, returns to our minds. There always seems so much more to do 
and so much more life to experience. But we know that the gift itself has to be returned to the one who gave it to us in the first place. That rich gift of life in which we can do so many things, that gift in which everything hangs on it, that unique gift that we are granted. But in the end, of course, what we believe is that we are granted a new life too. As the reading of Mass says, when we fold up that tent, uh, we have a new home in the heavens. We're not wandering spirits that are going nowhere, but we are invited to be with the one that has created us. We think then, of course, then that is our true destination. And it's that place which we are all travelling towards. All our roads, all our journeys, everything that we do is to reach that final destination. Today in our prayers, we wish then this for Tom, to be united with all those that he's loved here on earth. Just a few words uh, today about Tom's life by way of reflection. He was born uh, on the 29th of March, 1955. He was the third child of his parents, first Anna and James, himself and then Margaret. The family themselves stayed in uh, Westburn uh, before moving to 298 Woodlands Crescent in the halfway. He attended St. Caddick's Primary School and was one of the first intakes in the school when it opened in 1960. Tom left the primary school for the secondary school of St. Bride's. His first job after that in leaving school was in a toy warehouse. Margaret herself benefited from the toys uh, that came her way. Like many, he went on to work in the Hallside uh, Steelworks and then on to Strathclyde Region. Uh, small, not permanent jobs followed. He was very devoted to his mum, but his mum was very devoted to him too. She didn't let the wind blow on him. She did everything for him. Made his dinner, stirred his tea, had everything ready for him. He was genuinely the spoiled boy. In later years, Anna suffered a stroke and Tom took over the duties to look after her. He was very smart in many ways, a voracious reader. He had numerous books. He was also very knowledgeable and amazing general knowledge. He also was very skilled in making and building model aircrafts. He had, of course, as the family does have, strong roots in Ireland, which he very much liked very, very much indeed, and considered himself a great Celtic supporter as well too. As you probably know, he was a very heavy smoker, and of course that didn't help his health in the end. He's delighted to have nieces who are here with us today, uh, Laura Ann and Samantha and Danielle, three of them, also great uh, nephews, Archer and Ethan. He was really fortunate uh, to have yourself, Margaret, always looking after him. He was always in your mind, and you always worried after him, and tried to make him comfortable in so many ways, even when he very often chased you away. 
you kept coming back and you were a great sister to him. He would have been absolutely lost without you. Of course, there was only so much that he would let you do at the end. Uh, but he was very fortunate to have you help him. And especially in those last months and last years, he would have been absolutely lost without you. We often become, don't we, in life, sometimes like Simon of Cyrene in the Gospel, helping to carry the cross of others. In our lives ourselves, we're called on to carry that cross that others bear, and sometimes very find very hard to carry on their own. Those struggles, those difficulties of these last years are over for Tom now. And we pray today that the good Lord may grant him peace at the end of his journey. For him, the earthly road has run its course, but that road leads to another life beyond our sight. In that place, the weary rest and the work is done and the eternal reward awaits us. Please join in our offertory hymn of today's Mass.
And pray, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, Almighty Father. As we humbly present to you these offerings, O Lord, for the salvation of your servant, we beseech your mercy that he who did not doubt your son to be a loving saviour may find in him a most merciful judge. Through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God, for even though by our own fault we perish, yet by your compassion and your grace, when seized by death according to our sins, we have redeemed through Christ's great victory and with him called back into life. And so with the powers of heaven, we worship you constantly on earth and before you without end we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, and You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them what is you fall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more, giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. So remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember, Thomas, whom you have called from this world to yourself. Grant that he who is united with your son in a death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. And have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages. We may merit to be coerced to eternal life, and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, and with him, and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. Amen. Please stand. We pray together in the words that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, 
and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil, graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you, look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant our peace and unity, in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Peace of the Lord be with you always. And now let's offer one another a sign of peace and friendship. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world, blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. to you to come forward for communion but if you'd not like to receive communion today then just to place your hand on your breast and I'll give you a, a blessing if you'd wish but if you want to receive communion or a blessing then just to remain seated where you are Thank you. 
Lord God, whose Son left us in the sacrament of his body, food for the journey. Mercifully grant that, strengthened by it, our dear brother Thomas may come to the eternal table of Christ, who lives and reigns forever and ever. <coughs>